welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? Today, I'm going to show you how to use Flying Research print-on-demand research tool. What's cool is that, first and foremost, it is free to use through mid-February. You don't even need to add payment information, so truly free. So make sure you take advantage of that. There's a link in the description. And this is from the people that brought us the Flying Upload, print-on-demand upload automation. So they shout out to them, by the way. They sponsor my weekly giveaway every other week. So in this video, I'm gonna show you everything you need to know to use Flying Research effectively. So let's get started. Speaking of print-on-demand giveaways, this week's weekly giveaway can be entered completely free and two lucky winners will win a license to Merch Titans, Upload Automation, Merch Ninja, Research Tools, and All Sunset's premium pre-made professional quality graphics. So use the link in the description to enter the giveaway. Also, I've got a link to my free 8-day print-on-demand mini course and my print-on-demand Facebook group. So if you guys want to take advantage, you can find those in the description. Also, I got to follow up on my Amazon Printful year in review video where I said three lucky winners would be selected to receive a uh, Printful $10 coupon. So I selected all three of them and uh, responded to them in the comments. So congrats to the winners. Also, shout out to Printful. I I forgot to mention they're also sponsoring a uh, $10 coupon to both of the weekly giveaway winners this week. So thank you to Printful. All right, let's talk flying research. Now, like I said, you can find a link right there in the description to sign up. You'll be brought to this page. Go ahead and click uh, sign up here underneath the login button and create your account. Again, you don't need to add any payment information. So when I say free, it is free. Now, in mid-February, I think it was like the February 18th, I think is what they told me. Uh, at some point, you're going to have to pay. And if you choose, if you like the tool enough to pay at that point and you want to use the code Ryan50, it'll take 50% off. But you don't need to worry about that for at least, what, three, four weeks? So just wanted to let you guys know, though. All right, so this is how I would recommend using it. The first thing I would recommend doing is clicking the gear in the top right corner. So I've actually been using Flying Research for, I don't know, maybe even two months now at this point. I got early access, the perks of being a YouTuber in the print-on-demand space. But I've been using it for my top five niches of the week for I think like two months now. And I've really liked it because I noticed it was generating ideas that I wasn't seeing in some of the other research tools. So that's always good. If you can get some sort of an edge and find some niches that other tools aren't suggesting, I mean, that's use that to your advantage. So click the gear in the top right corner. And then when you get the flyout menu, click settings. This is the first thing I would do. Now, under settings... Go to email notifications on that left-hand side, and then where you see email notifications for TM watch list, check that, and then make sure that your email address on file is something that you actually monitor, because that's going to let them email you if any of your trademarks that you want them to monitor for you uh, come up with a hit that somebody has a registered trademark. Also underneath that, if you would like, you can also turn on event reminders and they'll email you relevant event reminders. Like you can set the period of time. You can see it right next to me right here. You can set the period of time before the event and then they will shoot you an email um, letting you know that it's coming up. So if you're interested, you know, you can do that as well. You can also set countries for events to have events relevant to that um, location. All right. Once you've done that, you should probably head over to TM watch list, which is on the left hand side navigation. And then you can create a list 
of trademarks that you are, well, it doesn't have to be trademarks, I guess, but you can create a list of niches and keywords that you're selling already on Merch by Amazon, Redbubble, Etsy, wherever it is you sell. You can add your list of relevant keywords here and they will perform recurring checks on your behalf. And if they notice that something has an active trademark registered, they will alert you via email so that you can pull your stuff down ahead of time. So it's pretty useful. Uh, and I mean, again, it's not something that you should be taking time to do manually every single day. So why not just, you know, leave it to the software. And by the way, when you search a keyword and you want it to be added to your recurring checklist, make sure you click it in the list. And then where you see the TM name and you see the clock, make sure you click the clock. That's why it's highlighted there. All right, the next one on the navigation, it's called niche lists. All right, I just want to make you aware this is not something critical that you have to look at. I just want to to let you know that this is there. So if you go to niche lists, they'll generate a list of high-level niches. As you can see, family is the top one, and then there's subcategories within family. And you can click any one of those, and it'll take you to a page where you can see more information. Next, you can go to niche analysis right next to the uh, niche lists. And with niche analysis, you can go ahead and enter in a niche. So I typed in chocolate, you know, very broad, very generic, and they rated it a C, which is not great. You can do better than a C. The score that it generated algorithmically, and you can see it underneath the letter C there, was 43 out of 100. So again, it's not the best, um, but I'm going to use this as an example to show you some of the data that it pulls. It gives you the average BSR, which to me is not that important. This is averaging quite a few different shirts. So the picture painted by average BSR is really not that useful. As you can see, they're also showing us the average BSR of like the top three shirts on that keyword, as well as the sales, reviews, etc., and the top 10. Um, Additionally, you can scroll down in the page. You can see a uh, chart of the BSR averages over time for the entire niche, which is interesting. And you can find niche statistics, basically the number of uh, designs making a certain number of sales. So you can see the average design is making zero sales. And then there's kind of a wide disbursement uh, ranging from one to 15 sales. Uh, Obviously, it's a little bit rarer to be making 15 sales um, regularly. But anyways, it's interesting they included that data in here. You can see the focus keywords within the niche. So related to the seed keyword that I typed in, which is chocolate. They say things like chocolate lover, chocoholic, and they rank it in terms of most used. So if you're thinking like, oh, what additional keywords can I use to get, you know, ranked on similar words, synonyms, for instance, and this could also be used in Redbubble as well. You can say chocolate, chocolate lover, chocoholic, food, choco, funny, I love chocolate, cute, love, sweet, cocoa, yummy, candy, bakery. You guys get the, uh, the gist. Then you see bestsellers in the niche. Interestingly enough, the number one uh, design is of a chocolate lab, not actually of chocolate. Actually, number two is sexual chocolate (laughs) from, I guess, 1988. So um, maybe that's like a tour shirt for for an artist. Anyways, interesting, interesting. I would have pictured it to be more um, chocolate. I was actually eating a chocolate bar here, and I was like, what word should I search for? And I was like, oh, well, I'm eating quinoa crunch. This stuff was actually pretty delicious, by the way. Completely off off topic, but I think that's from like Trader Joe's. thing was delicious. All right, so you've got um, the top three designs, and they actually compare them, a line chart analysis and bar chart analysis as far as the uh, BSR goes. And even further down the page, you can see things, again, like, again, comparing those three products, comparing their sales, their BSR, their seller ranks, price, reviews, 
and focus keywords. So again, this is just more in-depth information collecting. The scope in this case, what you're seeing here is refined to the top three results. All right, additionally, on the left-hand side navigation, you can go to categories, and they actually pull this list together for us. So you can see here, for instance, um, Chinese New Year was trending. I probably should have moved my arrow there from down from architect to Chinese New Year because I actually clicked Chinese New Year as I believe that's approaching, right? Let me see. Is it Chinese New Year? Uh, February 12th. Yes, it is. I was like, I know something is coming up because I just reordered some products for my FBA business, and they said that there's going to be an extra long delay. And then I was like, you know, I, it wasn't my fault though. Honestly, it was the, you know, anyways, FBA, we'll talk about a separate video, but it was related to how much inventory I'm allowed to send in right now to the FBA warehouses. Anyways, best sellers. So as you can see here, it, when you go ahead and you click see all from the categories page, it will take you to the best sellers from that category. And that's what you can see here. And you can keep scrolling down and it'll keep pulling in more and more designs. By the way, I don't think I show it here, but when you see these boxes next to me, when you hover over them, a little like toolbar pops up and you can click like an icon to see it on Amazon. You can click another icon to see the information page, which I show in all my top five niches of the week videos. And I'll also show it to you in a second um, for this. All right, brands. There's also a brands option on the primary navigation. If you click that, you can search for any brand that you want. You don't actually have to do a brand search. It will show you the most popular brands on Amazon Merch, but it won't surprise anybody to know that it's those big brands like Star Wars and Marvel. You know, it's a lot of those bigger recognizable brands that aren't doing us any good as t-shirt sellers that don't have the rights to sell those. So I went ahead and I typed in L-I-Q-U-E, Leak. They're one of the most successful, if not like the most successful independent brand on Amazon Merch. They've got really skilled uh, graphic designers, artists on their team that know exactly how to design for the internet. I use them in case studies whenever I'm trying to do uh, a new design. I'll often reference the leak designers and how they approach things and try to learn as much as possible. So I went ahead and I searched leak and then you can see the leak brand variations and how many shirts they actually have in these um, subgenre brands that they offer on Merch by Amazon. On the navigation, you can click Get Inspired MBA, and that's going to take you to Merch by Amazon results only. And you'll notice there's a dropdown that says Marketplace. I like to set that to .com because that's where I primarily focus. Although if I wanted to upload to a different marketplace, obviously I would swap that. And you can do things like change your uh, product and change how they're sorted. So when you're doing Get Inspired, if you just leave it at random, this is really just for you to be scrolling through products that are listed on Amazon Merch for inspiration. Maybe it's design inspiration. Maybe it's niches. Um, it's just a way of generating some ideas. One thing that I will note, though, is just because you see it here listed on Merch by Amazon does not mean it's safe. For instance, I wouldn't sell any Slayer shirts, nor would I sell Nike shirts. However, those two designs that you see all the way to the left infringe on Slayer and Nike. So I wouldn't do either of those. So I'm just saying always do your validation. Uh, the way I recommend doing it is typically just at least to check what's already selling on the marketplace. Now that's not a catch all, but again, I'm just a YouTuber. I can't spend like five minutes on every single video going over how to validate if a niche is safe. Okay. So I'm just saying that like as a general rule of thumb, one thing you can do that's low hanging and easy is go to the market, do a search and count the number of results. If it's not that many, Stay away. If it's a lot, you might be okay. But you can also obviously do additional validation. Check trademarks, check copyright, etc. 
All right, there's also get inspired POD. Now you'll notice in this POD one, it says platform instead of market. And under the platform dropdown, you can search Redbubble, Spreadshirt, and all of Spreadshirt's international marketplaces. You can sort it by relevance, random, or newest. So in this case, you might want to check out the relevance. And uh, I, I watched the tutorial. I didn't actually get a technical breakdown of how they determined something to be, you know, more relevant than others. But you know, in this case, I tried the relevance sorting, and these were the results I got. So again, just another way of finding inspiration on some of these various other marketplaces, in addition to Merch by Amazon. Now we're getting near the top of the primary navigation. You can go to product search, and if you want to perform a keyword search and limit the scope of search results on Amazon to only Amazon merch listings, like I have a similar tool on my website that I call the search merch tool. This is basically the equivalent of that, except there supports the international marketplaces. There supports um, all the different types of products as well. So here I typed in Valentine's Day, Marketplace, Amazon.com, category, Raglan shirts, which I'm not a huge fan of. They don't seem to sell too well, and the return rate's pretty high. And I sorted by newest arrivals, and this is where it took me. It took me straight to Amazon.com, and it only shows Raglan t-shirts, and it's basically everything that I searched for. It's got Valentine's Day as the uh, primary keywords. So if you want to limit the scope of your product research, you can use their um, product search function. It'll filter out non-Amazon merch listings. So also when I was talking about earlier doing niche validation, this is what I would use to do that. So you're limiting the scope here to only Amazon merch listings. Now, if you're uploading to Amazon merch, you don't need to see seller central listings that may imply that whatever you want to sell is okay because Amazon merch might not let you, but seller central may because seller central is not subject to the same you know, rigorous approval algorithm that Amazon merch uploads are. Next, you can also go to seller trends on the navigation. And here you can do things like sort by trend winner percent. And you can see shirts that are gaining a massive spike in BSR. And when I say that, I mean the, the opposite, where it spikes downwards, implying lower bestseller rank, implying more sales in a uh, recent period of time. So in doing that, I didn't even have to provide a search term. It's just grabbing random shirts that have seen a drastic improvement in BSR recently. Um, you'll notice here a lot of you know high-level trends, Kamala, uh, Harris. You'll see Kansas City because they're going to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl again. Um, also, just wanted to remind you that you can hover over these images that you see in the search results, and you'll get this little pop-up bar. And what I like to do when I do my top five niches of the week video is click the little information icon. And then it takes you to a separate page with all this in-depth information on the listing that you're looking at. Uh, you can also obviously click the Amazon icon and go straight to Amazon. But on this page, you see like some historical BSR data on the line chart. You see it subcategory ranks. You see some information about the BSR here. Overall trend up, current trend up. So it's a good trend to be in. Um, average BSR and median BSR, which to me I thought were the same. But maybe I need to go back to statistics class. Um, you can also see the date of publication, by the way. So 2020, uh, January 24th. So basically it's like deja vu because Kansas city won the super bowl last year. And then in 2021, they're going back to the super bowl. Uh, I did predict that the bills would go cause I thought that would be fun, but I was unfortunately wrong. Um, whatever. It's all good. I still like the chiefs. I still like Tampa Bay. It's all good. Uh, and then you see right behind me here, some keywords included on this listing that you may want to consider including on your own. Should you enter this niche? 
Last but not least, we have bestsellers. And this is typically where I go when I'm doing my niche research for top five niches of the week. I might come straight to bestsellers and just kind of scroll and scroll and scroll. Try to find something that looks new to me because they don't, unfortunately, none of these tools have an option for me to exclude things that aren't new or aren't relatively new. So maybe in the future. But anyway, so what I'll do is I'll just keep scrolling for like an hour and just kind of like if I see something that stands out, then I'll go use my search merch tool, perform a keyword search, evaluate page one, page two, look at BSRs, see, try to gauge the, the demand there. And um, that's pretty much my process. So anyways, bestsellers, this is where you can do some damage because this basically indexes kind of what's hot right now. Now, it's not all-encompassing. That's one thing I'll say. It is not all-encompassing. So, you know, these tools, they, I'm pretty sure, all use like an API that Amazon makes available. And the API is not going to like allow some third party to have better data than Amazon.com, you know, than, than the main platform itself. So keep in mind that like you can always go to the actual source, go to Amazon and do your own research. But also these tools are um, especially useful for serving you up the, you know, what they try to make is or deem as the most relevant information. So here, bestsellers, by the way, under bestsellers and under most of these results, you can swap the grid view, which is what you see by default. And the grid view packs in more information into a more compact space. So I typically use grid view, but I just wanted to make you aware. You can also swap it into list view by clicking the list view button at the top and then you see this um, altered uh, layout, which by the way, I think is like really well done to whoever the front end developer is that built the site. Um, I'm really liking it. All right, and that's it. That's all I wanted to show you guys. So go ahead, use the tool. It's completely free right now. Use the link in the description. Well, it's free as long as you're watching this video before February 18th, I believe was the date. And then after that, use code Ryan50 to save 50% if you liked it enough to pay for it. Anyways, guys, that's it. Thanks for watching. Just a quick reminder, I have a full print-on-demand course showing you how I make six-figure print-on-demand sales every year. And a uh, quick reminder, like, subscribe, all that great stuff, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Mm -hmm.